0: Welcome to another edition of Really Healthy, brought to you by Alpine Plastic Surgery. I'm Scott Mitchell,
1: and I'm Melanie Douglas. Oh,
0: and do we have a lot in store for you today? We're going to talk about fat. That's right. There's all kinds of fat. Uh, some of it's good. Some of it, maybe not so good. Right. And then we're going to talk about strength hump, training. Strength training. How many reps actually is good for you? Yeah. How to deal with treats in the office? Yep. Um, we got, got a, a fun couple update. of fitness challenges. Got an update. And, and actually, in the update, we've got quite a surprise in the update. I think you'll like it. I know I will. I'm really looking forward to it. Okay. Okay. Fat. Fat, yes. fat, 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 fat.
1: Yes. And we're not talking about fat as in body weight fat. We're talking about the fat that you eat in your diet. So, so we what is fat? Fat. <laughs> well, I mean, fat comes from lots of sources. Okay. So you've got fat that is saturated fat that comes from a lot of animal products. You've got um, plant-based fats. You've got... Um, A combination fats. And think of all the foods that we eat that are combination foods. So one thing we tend to do when we talk about nutrition and the foods we eat, we lump it into like, I'm only eating fat or I'm only eating carbohydrate or I'm only eating um, protein. But the reality is a lot of what we eat are combination foods and fat is in a lot of the foods you eat. Um, There are good sources of fat and not so good sources of fat.
0: Okay, so let's talk about all the different types of fat. Right. So this is a good source of fat, right? Right,
1: the bacon, cheeseburger, and fries. That's the one you, no. Oh. That oh. is the backwards one. <laughs> so this is saturated fat, right? And saturated fat is typically from your animal, your dairy products. It's actually in coconut oil, which have you. Oh, really? Yes, coconut oil has a lot of saturated fat, but there's a whole debate. and Because like, I thought
0: coconut oil was good for you.
1: I know, right? Is
0: it not good for you? You know
1: what? This is like a religion. Oh. I'm not even going to go there. Okay. So most um, dietitians or nutrition experts will say that coconut oil has a lot of saturated fat and should be used in moderation. But there are a lot of people on keto or paleo who have tried coconut oil who feel like it's really healthy and makes them feel better and has helped their blood lipid profile. So my recommendation is all things in moderation. Like you don't even you, saturated yeah, fat. Yeah, yeah. I mean, really? you can have some, okay. but you don't want to eat all of one type of food. You don't want to only eat cheeseburgers, and you don't want to only eat coconut oil. You want to aim for variety. So we have our saturated fats. Okay. okay? So, so
0: are you telling me that eating a bacon cheeseburger in moderation is okay?
1: Once in a while.
0: What's once in a while? Once in uh, once a month. A, month. a quarter.
1: One, I would say once a month. Okay. Yeah, and I know people who eat saturated fat, like animal fat fast food, every single day. So if you're one of those people, by the way. Do you
0: know them for long, or are they uh, still around? Yeah, they're still around. Okay.
1: Um, If you're one of those people where you find yourself eating a lot of saturated fat every day, aim to cut back each week. And then once you you tailor that back, aim to make it once a month and focus on the healthier fats. Okay. Okay.
0: That's an interesting take. Yeah. All right. So what's this fat right so here? So now we
1: have poly... How is
0: that even fat? That looks so beautiful. <laughs> it's salmon and, so and asparagus. Healthy. And you
1: know what? It's probably drizzled with olive oil. Oh. So that's what happens a lot. But this is a good example of polyunsaturated fat. So this is your salmon. Um, this is your flax seed. A lot of your nuts have a combination of polyunsaturated fats. Um, another fat that's really common where we get a lot of poly is soybean oil. If you look at any packaged food, like Ritz crackers or Pop-Tarts or anything like that, the oil or fat that they use is often soybean oil. That's a polyunsaturated fat. And that's good. It's medium.
0: Bad? It's in I'm the middle. I'm kind of
1: introducing these in like... Worst, medium, best. Those oh, aren't okay. the right words, but you know what yeah. I mean. <laughs> yeah. So we, we, polyunsaturated fat is good for you, but we get a lot of it because it's so widespread in our food supply. So my takeaway is don't worry about polys too much because you already get quite a bit of them. The thing you want to focus on is fish um, or an omega-3 supplement because we don't get people don't eat enough fish. We're supposed to eat it twice a week. Do you eat fish twice a week?
0: Um, actually I do. I okay, like well, fish.
1: Great. A lot of people I, And know. I like,
0: I like salmon too. So. i very, very much yeah. into this. Yeah. I know some people don't. They're like, right. yeah, it sounds, it tastes fishy. Yeah. Love okay. Salmon.
1: So the next type of fat we have is. Well,
0: so there's no fat in the asparagus. But it's or drizzled
1: with olive oil.
0: Okay. So it's just that it has olive oil on it. But yes. But asparagus by itself, it there's no, yeah. there's no fat.
1: Yeah. A lot okay. of vegetables are okay. very low so, fat. So,
0: so saturated fat. It's
1: polyunsaturated Poly
0: un, No 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 I'm talk, oh. I'm going through all three of them. Okay. I'm just kind of summarizing here just yeah. a little bit. So the first one we talked about was saturated fat. Yes. Not so good for you. Right. And then we have polyunsaturated
1: Polyunsaturated. Okay.
0: And it's it's marginal.
1: Yeah, it's it's good for you but we get a lot of it. Okay. Okay.
0: And then we have
1: monounsaturated. Mono. So we have an avocado that's showing a classic high high monounsaturated fat food. Monounsaturated fat is the healthiest fat. It is the basis of the Mediterranean diet. This is olive oil, olives, avocados, nut butters, a lot of your nuts, um, seeds. Those are all very high monounsaturated foods.
0: All right, so explain to me the difference between poly and mono. Because <laughs> it, 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 when you talk about this, and I've seen this before and you see it on labels. Right. And I look at it and I go, okay, all I've known is fat is bad for you, but uh-huh. there. And now you're saying that some fat is good for you, another. And, and so what's the difference between poly and mono? Just okay, to start. Okay,
1: you're just pushing me. You want to get into the chemistry of this?
0: Well, yes, I do. Okay. I want
1: to- the ba- basically what happens though is this is how your body metabolizes these fats and what they do okay. on the inside. So saturated fats are harder on your body. Mono and fats are more helpful for your heart. But the chemistry of it is about bonds. It's about hydrogen atoms and carbon and the way all these things are connected and if there, if um a fatty acid has all hydrogens around it on all sides and there are no double bonds no hydrogens are you with me Mm -hmm. um that's That's a a... saturated fat so it's saturated all the way around um polyunsaturated will have some double bonds and it will be missing some hydrogen atoms and the bottom line though is they're metabolized differently. Gotcha. And so, we know that monounsaturated fats are healthier for your heart.
0: All right. So, um, fat is what you would consider a macronutrient, right? Yes. It's something that's very important to have in our diet. Yes. So, what is the best way to handle fat in your diet? Like, how do we, you know, how do we balance all the different types of fats in our diet? What should we look right. for to? ensure that we're getting the right mix and balance of fat.
1: Okay, so here's the bottom line. Fat is good. Don't be afraid of it. Um, Move away from the low fat, thinking you need to eat low fat salad dressing and the snack wells. Like, throw all that stuff out the window. Fat's good. It helps you feel fuller longer. It helps your food um, be more nutritious. So we want fat, but focus on the plant fats. So all of those monounsaturated fats, um, a few of the poly fats from fish or flaxseed, um, those are the things you want to focus on. All the other fats, they're going to come into your diet with no effort at all. You don't all.
0: have to even try them. You don't even have to you're try. You don't have to try to get them. It,
1: w- okay. We just... You
0: just want, to, you want yep. to make sure you don't overdo it. Yeah. Got it. Okay, we're going to take a break. But when we come back, there's treats abound in your office. How do you handle uh, avoiding treats or minimizing them? Plus, we're going to talk about what's the right number of reps... And weight. And weight when you're when your when strength you're straight training. training. All right, we'll be back in a minute. You're listening to Really Healthy with Scott Mitchell and Melanie Melanie Douglas.
1: Douglas.
0: (laughs) Welcome back to Really Healthy. I'm Scott Mitchell. Melanie Douglas here. Uh, We talked about fat, which was very interesting, and it was very helpful in our first segment. Uh, kind of watching maybe some don't be of the, don't be afraid of it. Just don't eat be afraid it. Of it. It's okay. fine. Okay.
1: That's good for you. All
0: right. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Right. Don't be afraid of fat. Yes. Uh, all right. I will, I'll, I'll do that.
1: It also serves a role in your body, by the way, like the fat tissue that we have cushions, your organs, helps you regulate your body temperature. So don't demonize body fat either. It's just, we have to manage it.
0: The amount that we actually yes. have kind of our body, body, our too. body composition is yeah. kind of, Fat is a necessary part of being healthy.
1: Fat is your friend.
0: Fat is your friend. (laughs) Uh, Yes.
1: You just only want a few of them.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You don't don't want... (laughs) Good point. Yeah. All right. So um, speaking of fat, we have a question from a viewer, Uh Becky Bruce.
1: Right. We we
0: actually know Becky. Uh, So how do you resist when people bring treats into the office? So in this building, uh, this is KSL, There. are are treats abound. Mm -hmm. Pretty much every desk, every cubicle, every office, someone has a bowl of whatever, uh, candy bars, treats, you know. Right. Everything. And it never goes away. And they're always so, have a piece of candy or this or that, or they have some kind of meeting or special event. There's always stuff left over. Right. And it's always, always in people's faces. And not only is it in your face, but it's, like, inviting, like, please Eat indulge. Yes. Right. So how do you deal with this?
1: I have lots of ways to deal with this. So I work at home right now, but I've worked in an office many times over the years and dealt with this as well, like treats in, in, on every desk. So,
0: Or maybe you're at home and you have treats in your pantry. It, right. Okay.
1: But that wouldn't happen because yesterday, I I mean, last week I threw away three treats from my pantry. So, yeah, we all did that. Okay, so here are a couple of ideas. One is to move the treats further away. Don't put them on your desk. Put them in a drawer out of sight or put them on top of a filing cabinet or make it kind of awkward. Um, There was actually a study where they moved the candy only six feet away and people ate like 50% less from just moving it six feet so there's that option another option is to make make it a game and say that's fine you can have a piece of candy from my desk but you have to do five jumping jacks or five push-ups but like make it a make it a fun thing around the office you're giving me some really good ideas here you can have a treat but you have to you know do a little fitness challenge first another thing you can do is only make it one day of the week like friday treat friday Everyone can have their treats out on Friday. So it doesn't take all the fun of, out of having treats at the office, but we don't need treats within reach 24-7.
0: I love that. You know what? I yeah. think I'm going to go around to everyone here, and I'm going to challenge them to do that. Yeah. And, and I may even videotape it and just show, like, okay, you have to move the treats in your office to an inconvenient location.
1: Right. Right. What's and, the most inconvenient location? Yeah, and like then it put, could be funny.
0: Uh, it's like, please take one, but before you do, you have to do ten jumping jacks.
1: Yeah, or it how many slows would you be? Down.
0: Yeah, I love it. It's, I think it's very. Well, good. I
1: like two hundred jumping jacks, but that, oh, but that I'm well, I was just kidding. no, 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 no. Make it but quick. You know, just a yeah. little something that slows you down and say, okay, I'm really gonna, I'm going to, I'm gonna purposefully eat this food, and I'm gonna do it slowly and enjoy it.
0: So you're Instead not saying not the- have the treat. But just maybe once a week in moderation, make it yeah. harder.
1: Decrease yes. the treats. Yes. You can still have some. All right. Yeah.
0: Okay. We had uh, a very interesting thing in the news here. So it's, it's about finding the, you know, because people are like, I want to start exercising. I want to start weight training. Very healthy for you. Really good to do. I, I, I'm, I'm a big proponent of this. Um, but, ha- but finding what's the right number of reps, what's the right amount of weight,
1: I know. That's and, a big and, question, and right? And I
0: think a lot of people don't know this, or they think it's some big mystery or calculation they need to, to find.
1: And that's why a lot of people pay a trainer to just sit, tell me. I don't yeah. know how much I should be lifting or how many reps. But there are some general rules if you're going to weight train, which we should all do because it's so good for you. The general rule of thumb is that you sh- if you're just starting out, you've never lifted a weight, you should do 12 to 15 reps, And you should be using a weight that by that 12th rep, you think, I can't, I don't know if I can go any more. I can do any more reps. That you push yourself through another couple of reps after you hit that point of fatigue. And it can be one set. That can be it. One weight that makes you tired between 12 and 15 reps. That's a great starting point.
0: So um, should you kind of trial and error it? Or should you, you know, like, um, I'll just grab this weight and just kind of figure out a starting point. Or yeah. should you just like, okay, I'm going to grab this weight and because and you, you just do one set. Right. And you go, well, I kind of I missed it by a mile on that one. That was way too easy.
1: Yeah.
0: How, how do you do that?
1: You, kinda, it, you trial and error it. But if you start heavy, if you pick up a weight and it's too heavy for you, most people will know within three to four reps. Like, I'm not going to be able to lift this 12 times. Um, Is it you, better to
0: start heavier and working I, your way no, back? No, I'd start lighter for okay. sure. Right. And
1: if you do 15 reps, you're like, that wasn't that hard. You need more weight. And it's fine to do another set because you didn't fatigue yourself. So this article in the news is mm-hmm. by the, um, the, these recommendations are coming from the American College of Sports Medicine, which is really great and a really credible source. And the the point of strength training really is muscle fatigue. So that might, what you really want to do is to you want to have a tired muscle. You want to say, I can't do any more reps. I'm what, done. What does
0: that do to your muscle to, so to fatigue That's it? when
1: you get to the point where your muscle's like, hey, I got to rebuild stronger because... I've basically you broke down, you've caused some muscle tearing, some damage, and so your muscle is going to rebuild stronger so that it can lift more weight next time. So you've got to hit that point of fatigue. If you're not fatiguing, you're not lifting enough weight. And just real quick, oh, so for a lot of men or women who are looking for strength, like I just want to be strong, you probably would do six to eight reps. But most of the population that wants to tone up, improve overall health, you're at twelve to fifteen reps.
0: All right, good to know. Yeah. Okay. Um, moving along, speaking of reps, this we have an a awesome fun challenge. Photo of us. Yes. And by the way, just before we start on our, our fitness challenge of the week, please go to our website, ReallyHealthyshow.com. And you'll see the video on how to do this. Uh, so we have this, okay. it's a boxing So challenge? yeah,
1: so okay. our challenge, each week we do a fitness and nutrition challenge, and this week we want to challenge you to do a little kickboxing combo. So we do a few punches, we do a, duck, a, a little duck, and this is cardio. It's fun because it's also a little bit of strength training for the upper body because you're throwing these powerful punches. But the video is on our website, so check it out if you want to try the kickboxing combo that, that we, we totally mastered. Yes and it's just a short little two- minute challenge. Yes, so
0: you're really into it. By the yeah way. I'm all right here it. Um, And then the fitness or the uh, I'm sorry the nutritional challenge. So
1: our nutrition challenge this week is to eat a broth-based soup for dinner most nights this week. try it. and as long as it's broth based, you can add extra beans, you can add some extra meat or you could even add some egg. You can add to it, but I want the base to be a broth-based soup. That'll be fun. Okay, Okay.
0: all right. Uh, When we come back, we're going to check in. Oops, check in with me, and see how I did uh, this week. And we've got some fun, exciting things to talk about. Where we're headed with my journey on Really Healthy. Uh, You're listening to Really Healthy with Scott Mitchell, Melanie Douglas. We'll be back in a minute. Welcome back to Really Healthy, Scott Mitchell, Melanie Douglas. Um, I'm really excited about the broth-based soup as a foundation for dinner because I don't it's know, I just, easy. Yeah,
1: it's easy to do, um, and it's just so healthy because most broth-based soups are like beans and lentils and lean proteins. Yeah, or plants. So yeah,
0: I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. Okay, and of course boxing. Too. And you're going to do yes. it. Yes. Yes. Love it. Okay. Okay. Now the dreaded. Let's.
1: Yeah. Let's check in it's with you. It's not dreaded.
0: It's just like. Because I have, I have a feeling. So yes, let's check in with me.
1: Okay. So how'd you do this week? Let's see. So your starting weight was three seventy nine. Your current weight this week is three fifty two. What was it last week? I feel week? like
0: I'm on the Biggest Loser. <laughs> I really do. In fact, the worst day of the week was when they had the weigh-ins. Uh uh-huh. And part of it was you didn't know. Yeah. This is a little different. Like I know.
1: Yeah.
0: And and I'm and I'm so I have a consistent time that I weigh in. I don't try to manipulate it at all. I I try to be just. I'm just really true about it, and because I just feel that there's no, there's no other way to get you know where I need to be if I'm you know because, you know I could I could lose a bunch. I just I'm just. We should it's just talk really about important. that in a yeah. future episode. Yeah.
1: Uh, people's rituals when they weigh in, or what's the right. best way to weigh in? Because there are some funny stories yeah.
0: there. Oh no no, no. <laughs> I, I have. I have episodes full of yeah. funny weigh-in stories. But um, so I, I kind of had a bad week.
1: Oh, but it was Thanksgiving. I'm, I'm not even worried about it. So you gained two pounds. Big deal. You're it was, way it was too a holiday. E- I want no, this, like, no. Here's the thing. Um, y- big deal. It was Thanksgiving dinner. I hope you had a it great weekend wasn't with your just family. Thanksgiving
0: dinner. It was
1: Thanksgiving weekend. Well,
0: there was a there was the next day, and there was this Tiger Woods Phil Mickelson challenge, and I invited people over, and I smoked some tri-tip along with and they all brought things and it was all so good and it yeah. was just like and you're like come on i can't i you know i mean it was like really good but it was guess really what good. the great and, thing
1: about your journey is get like move on it don't feel guilty it doesn't do any good to think about like what was that bad it made me gain two pounds whatever it doesn't do any good like it's in the past it's over but you have a new opportunity this week to get back on track
0: is is that hard for people though yes uh, is it hard to to pick yourself up off the ground and to go I got to start over again I I, I'm just I I know that it's been hard for me in the past and Mm -hmm. I know that the tendency is to just throw your arms up in the air and just say I I give in I don't care I'm just and and I know people like I I've I've read blogs of people I've had people comment I've been in that same scenario so what's the best way to say cuz you're you're awesome about it in your comments and and I feel like wow, you know, Melanie's not here to, you know.
1: Well, you just said a bad beat word. Beat me
0: up, but okay. You
1: said I have to start over again. You don't have to start over.
0: But I think that's, that's the mindset, mindset of people and is that, just like, oh, like, oh like, I got to start that, all over again. It's not all
1: over. So that I think that's the difference in why I'm like, oh, it's so doable Just start over and I'm making it sound all cheery and you're like, oh. Because but you're not starting over you're you're getting back on track when when health and fitness is a lifestyle and it's part of you something you do every day, it's like the dishes. Would you say that about the dishes like you make dinner and you have to wash the dishes, okay. then you get up in the morning, you make breakfast, you have to wash the dishes. Would you be like, "Oh, I have to do the dishes again? I have to start all over It's something you do, it's part of your life, and you get and if you get behind on the dishes, you wash them and you just keep going right It's just life
0: I've never thought of it like dishes
1: okay. Well, well and I like that. Kind, it's a it, great
0: analogy. I think it's wonderful.
1: It's something we do. Um, but I, I do think that we talked about last week how you were a little bored with your program. Yes. And but, you committed to make a change. Yes.
0: But before we get to that, okay. I have one more question. to get to No, that. no I know. I, I want to get to it, too. Because you brought up something, because uh, I was talking to you about my weekend. Yeah. And I have a job that um, I have to, I usually um, work on a Saturday. Yeah. Announcing football games. And uh, it's the team that I like. And this was a big game and I was stressed. And so I'm in an environment where there's food and I found myself eating food because I was stressed and I didn't think about it in the moment. And you brought it up and it just registered in my head. So how do we, cause I didn't, I didn't even recognize it. So how do you deal with stressful eating?
1: Don't get stressed. Just kidding. I know. <laughs> That's the worst advice ever. I'm just joking. Uh, stressful eating is if you can somehow stop yourself. If you can just take 5 to 10 deep breaths and stop yourself and not and calm your stress level down first. See, we think we have to stop the eating. <clears throat> the thing you need to do is get your stress under control. And just calm your stress level down and get a clear head. And then you'll make better food choices and you'll... you'll it, that's the real key. It's not about stopping put your hand from putting it in the chips. It's like getting your stress level under control.
0: Okay, um, so now let's move on.
1: Okay, you're you're going to try something new. You're
0: yes, I I want to I want to go on a journey. Okay, I'm curious about this. Okay, and I have people that have approached me uh, about a lot of different types of eating plans, and we had some options when I started this. I haven't tried them before, but I'm really curious to find out what they're all about. And so I'd I'd like to go on a journey and try and experiment. I, I just like to be like a crash test dummy mm-hmm. and go and see what some of these different types of plans are. So there's eating for your blood type. Yes. There's the keto. Right. There's intermittent fasting. There's the clean protein, which is something we've been doing, yep, and there are other ones counting um, your
1: macros yes
0: there's there's a lot of different ways, so I'd like to take some time and just try out
1: some Each of these one. different
0: plans for yeah. maybe like a thirty day period and see 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 if I like it, see if it see what makes works sense for you. see if it really works for me
1: I think that's great. Um, I mean, I'm a dietitian, so I'm going to intervene if I see something that I don't think is going to be good for you, but overall. Um, you can do, these aren't, let's not think of them as diets either. Okay. These are, these are styles of eating. These are eating strategies, eating programs. Um, you can do all of these things healthfully with variety and moderation, but it might just be the thing that works. You might find that one thing that works for you. So I think this is awesome. So what are you going to start with?
0: So I, December 1st, right? Um, I'm, I'm thinking of, of, uh, probably intermittent fasting.
1: Okay. That's going to be awesome for the holidays. Really? So you, you okay. get to pick a window. Um, the, the typical way is you have eight hours to eat. So you might say, I'm going to eat from 9 to 5 or 12 to 8. Um, if... If you want to ease into it, you could do a 10-hour window and then break it down, shorten it to eight. But the great thing about it is if you have a holiday party or whatever, um, you can move your eating window. You can move your eight hours to cover the holiday party. So you can make this work for the holidays. I'm excited. You're going to do great.
0: I am too. Really excited. Thank you for everything. It's been a wonderful episode. All right. You've been listening to Really Healthy with Scott Mitchell and Melanie Douglas. Please visit our website, reallyhealthyshow.com. Follow us on uh, Instagram and Facebook at Really Healthy Podcast. We thank you so much for being a part of this journey. Please continue to follow us. We've got a lot of fun things that we do every week and will continue to do. And this is, this is a journey for lasting um, lifetime health. Thank you so much, Melanie, and we want to wish you all a really healthy day.
1: This program does not provide medical advice. The contents of this program are for informational purposes only. The program is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard on this program. Bonneville International does not recommend or endorse any specific tests, physicians, products, procedures, opinions, or other information that may be mentioned on the program. Reliance on any information provided on the program is solely at your own risk.